Hey guys, we were just talk, talk, talking on this episode, really running our mouths. Um, so I decided, why not make it a two-parter? Because it's long, it's long. And in this day and age, who has a long attention span? So please enjoy this part and then make sure to come back next week for part two. Yo, what's good? Yo, we back with season two. Yeah, we about to get real New York on So I'm saying, like, follow, subscribe. Yeah. Y'all, we finna be it's live. It's kidding, you'll be back again. To tell your friends, to tell your ratchet ass friends. Thought we was gone, but nah, no, we ain't. Thought you got rid of us, but no, no, you can't. Yeah. Uh, we gotta do this shit for real. You know what I mean? Well, you are giving notes. You're giving notes at the end. It's really given. Every time I hear it, I'm like, wow. <laughs> right. I did that. Yo. I did remember that. Remember you thought you were toned up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, welcome back. This is another episode of the most unhinged podcast in the internet. Um, it's Pontificating Podcast. It is me, your girl Ty, and I'm here with your girl Asia. Yes, y'all know it. Yes. And we're back for another week. Um, and I think we have an interesting episode in store for y'all. Agreed. But y'all know how we like to do it. So let's just jump in. Asia, you go first with your, is it just moi? Okay. So I was literally just telling Ty that I have to start dating. Like, I don't have to, but I guess I have to because like... I don't know. I feel like I should. Anyway, so basically, I was I want to talk about the propaganda that convinced girls not to check men's phones or not to check your partner's phones because you could be dating a woman, right? Because here's the thing. People want to say, oh, that's private. That's private. You know what's also private? My genitalia. So if our privates are rubbing, your phone is my phone. If we're not having sex... Okay, do what you want to do. But at the point in time where I'm now sleeping with whoever you're sleeping with unknowingly, I need to be aware of what's happening. That's what I believe. I'm going to check your phone. Um, But here's the thing. Don't check it and stay. You got to check it and leave. (laughs) Are you talking about like an exclusive boyfriend? I'm talking the pause about- is giving me pause. No, wait, wait. I'm talking about exclusive boyfriend, yes. Okay. But also, I'm mm-hmm. talking about if you're if someone is telling you they're exclusive and they're not. But I also feel like people, men, maybe women too, I don't know. But I feel like I've been, I've dated men where I'm like, you know, we could just, we could just fuck. Like, we don't have to okay, be, right. we don't have to be exclusive. Okay. But the selfishness of men is no 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 let's just let's let it just be us and turns out it, it is indeed not just us okay yeah so you're talking about liars because i'm like that's a misleading thing liars. to say yes like just because we fucking don't mean i, I need to see your phone but if no, you are yeah. in an exclusive if, relationship, yeah or you can just tell me like i if, still don't agree but if you i, I feel like it. if you can tell me listen i am seeing other people i'm okay with that too now I know I'm going to use a condom. Now I know I'm going to get checked every three months, right? Right. But don't be like, oh, we're just casual, but I'm, I'm seeing, I'm not seeing anybody else. Do not put my health <sighs> at risk because you're trying to just keep me. That's right. not fair. Right. So if I feel an inkling that I need to check your phone, I'm going to check your phone because we're rubbing genitals together and I don't need to walk away with an STD or STI because that's not fucking fair when you could have been honest to me. 
not to sex shame anybody, but shouldn't you just like use condoms all the time then? <laughs> Listen. Mm-hmm. Condoms suck. Mm. They ruin the experience. They ruin a good time. I hope. I hope it's getting the poor because I'm like, mm-hmm, tell me more. I, I mean, I do believe in safe sex practices. I believe you and your partner should get tested together. You should right. both review each other's results. Um, I do believe in using condoms, especially if it's someone that you're not exclusive with. Um, but I think most of us know that at some point you get comfortable and you're like, let's take off these condoms and let's have some raw diggity diggity. And I think at that point, if, First of all, you still get, still get STI or STD with a condom, so right. life is not there. Um, but at the point that you're not using condoms, I think you should be honest with each other. Yeah. I think people are not honest because they don't know how the person is going to react, and they're not afraid. They're selfish, honestly, and they don't want to lose this partner, so they lie. And now you're putting me at risk sexually, and that's not fair. And on top of that, and let me say this, it's, it is about about sex as well, but it's also about just safety because there are many instances when the other person, be it the main chick or the side chick, find out and now harm is caused to the other person who is who had no idea they were right. in a throuple. <laughs> you know, that's fucking crazy. Ask someone who mistakenly slept with a married person. When was that? This is years ago. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm a lot more um here's the thing. I did not care about this man, right? So in the same way that I'm just like, let's just be casual, you know, he's telling me like it's something more serious, but it wasn't. Because he had a, a liar. he had a family, right? <laughs> like you serious to somebody else, sir. Yeah, and it's just like I was we did use condoms because I was so <clears throat> unserious about him. Um, but then I ended up I spoke about this before where the wife ended up calling me and like wanted to meet me and like go and confront him and I was like, That's your husband, that's all you. I don't even care about this man. I don't even know his name to this day, so who knows, right? <laughs> it was very un un serious to me. But, you know, that could have went another way. She had my number, you know, it's just so I just feel yeah. in terms outside of sexual safety, which is very important, just um harm can come to people who are not aware that their so called partners are seeing other people and these people are dangerous or they can be dangerous and it can be volatile. And it's like, if you have an inkling that something is not right, fucking check the phone. Now here's the thing. Once you find what you're finding, you have to leave. Don't check the phone and just raise hell. I saw some posts talking about let let, let that man cheat in peace. Yes. No. If you're not going to leave, let him cheat in peace. Yeah, I I, I agree. Don't, because you're only causing yourself stress. Right. I'm a lever. I'm a bill. I'm a quitter. I tell you all the time. So if I check your phone and I confirm, I'm out of here. Goodbye, sayonara. Nice, nice knowing you. But if you're going to just raise hell and be in a situation, maybe you should not. I don't fucking know. Do what you want to do. But I do believe, like, I feel like there's so much propaganda about, like, oh, that's someone's privacy, someone's privacy. But it's like, but my health is at, my, literally my health and my life are at stake here. Yeah. So I'm not going to put your privacy above my my well-being. Mm. And I think it's just, it's, it's the, the, the cheaters have infiltrated <laughs> the logical people. And make it feel like, oh, you're wrong for looking. Or the, one of the one of the weirdest comments is, well, if you were looking for it and you found it, that's on you. Why am I finding something? Because you had the you had the intuition and you had the the the, the, the something that something wasn't wrong, so yeah. you just left in. Why do you need 
like that's that's the if you're looking for you'll find it because it's like the moment you think that something's going wrong or going on it's going on so like what's the difference from you looking for it i think it's just the hope that you were wrong no, but once you know, like once you know, you know. Like if you, how, no, I mean, you but you, to but, but you don't know, right? I think but that's you what it is. do know. You have a feeling. You don't have to have concrete, like you not concrete evidence, but you don't have to have like the thing in front of you. It's like we take in so much, like, and people are like, oh, it's just your intuition, as if it's like some wishy washy thing, like some some um ephemeral thing, but it's not. Like it's the constant things that you see that you don't have a, that you can't put a name to quite yet, that you're watching, that you're seeing, that you're feeling, that you can't put a name to it. And then, and then your brain is like, aha, it's cheating. So then you want to go look through the phone, but like, you don't need to go, like once your brain said, aha, it's cheating. Aha, it's cheating. I'll say this. I had an ex who. You want to be gaslit. No, listen, listen. I had an ex who he's. hilarious and he has planned a lot of surprises for me and he was never cheating but his <laughs> his inability to be cool calm and collected uh-huh. right triggered my like are you cheating on me and no mm. i was planning a surprise birthday party for you i was buying you a cell phone at one point he went down uh, uh he gave me a birthday dinner just me and him and he went to the restaurant the night before to drop off my phone. That was my gift, a birthday gift. Yes, to give it to them. That's so unwell. So they had them, and then like one time, I lost my necklace um, on a random street corner, and he went and found it on that street corner. Mm. So I'm like, "Where are you?" And he's being weirdo, and it's like he's right. indeed was not cheating on me. Right. He was scouring the streets of Harlem to find this necklace oh, yeah. that he got repaired. Oh, that's sweet. right. <laughs> <laughs> as if I don't know the story but I'm like yeah and then I think one time I you know because I've been cheated on before I was like let me see your phone whatever and he's just like and I was and he said like you know I have things in my phone that I want you to see because I'm trying to surprise you about things okay and I was like and that's we established 20 minutes ago you love surprises (laughs) (laughs) and I was like fair right right so that's why that's why and it's it's definitely circumstantial it's it's based on the first thing right some people are fucking cheating on you but in that situation, that could have been that could have been an argument that was unnecessary, right? Because he indeed was not cheating on me. But I feel like if he would have taken a step back and assessed all the things, he would have been like, "Okay, I'm being wild." Like this I think, is well, a it's me trauma. thing. Yeah, it's trauma. It's trauma. And you're like, "Okay, this is a me thing," and maybe I'm not. I am just like sometimes it's trauma. But like when you know it's cheating, yeah, you know it's cheating. Yeah, like you feel it. Like you're like. I'm being taken for a while. Yeah. 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 Shout out to the cheater. But I do, I do believe that if you're in a relationship and you're committed, that there should be, your phone should be locked because other people can get into your phone. Mm -hmm. But I do believe we should have your partner's password and vice versa. Yeah. I do believe in that. Shout out to all the cheaters I've been that didn't cheat on me. (laughs) Shout out to all the men I cheated on who I was so loyal to in their minds. They don't, there's men to this day who would never think I cheated on them. Really? They That's how it should be done. Lily, don't believe me. Okay. Oh, you're just saying that to upset me. Okay. Right. <laughs> if that's how you want to take if it. that's I, how you feel. I cheated on you, my nigga. Um, okay. So my, is it just me? <sighs> Guys, 
Friendships is such a tricky, touchy subject. Why are friendships... You know what? At my big age, I think because friendships mean so much that certain things is just constantly triggered, ring. And I'm like, I don't need this right now. Because one thing about me, and I've said this on this podcast, I've said this in life, I will leave a friend behind. Mm. Whether or not I'm right or wrong, I will just disappear. I don't care. And and because I'm me, I have the same beside my decision and I'm not coming back. So I had a friend who hit me up. I've been going through, as you guys know on this podcast, I've been going through the roughest time. Mm. Like, life has been fucking your girl up. And then I had this friend do this thing that I hate. Like, I feel like sometimes people feel like they don't need to upset me by saying things, but I'd rather you say the thing out loud because I'm going to feel whatever it is, like the weirdness and awkwardness, and I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I don't need this. So this friend thought that I didn't send them a text message on their birthday. So they, like, sent me – I hate passive-aggressive texts. It's like, if you're going to text me, say whatever you need to say. And mm-hmm. if it needs to be a long text, send a long text. This person sent the eyes. Like, usually when people send me the eyes, they're like, what are you doing? Right. And I'm like, right. But I haven't heard from this person in, like, three weeks. And I'm just like, I've had life happen. This person had a birthday. I did send them a birthday um, text, and they never responded. And I was like, tricky, but whatever. You're on vacation. And then last night at, like, 2 a.m. on my day off, they're going to text me, are, are you mad at me? There is nothing more <laughs> to rise my blood, fucking boil my blood than somebody I'm not fucking to be like, are you mad at me? When I am, in fact, not mad at you. Mm-hmm. When I'm not even thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And it's all it's so passive aggressive. I'm like, babes, one, you've been in New York for weeks. And did you hit me up? No. Am I mad about it? I don't give a fuck. But don't, like, try to, like, be manipulative or conniving and be like, oh, are you, like, as if I did something and I'm like, I am just holding on to life. I'm not fucking mad at you. So then I just, like, put two question marks because I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then they're like, oh, you didn't text me on my birthday. So within the same text thread, and whatever, I'll tell this friend that I spoke about it on this podcast. I don't care. In the same text thread. Right before they sent the eyes is the birthday message that I sent them. And I literally just, I was so pissed that I literally just emphasized my own message, which said, happy birthday. I hope you're having the greatest birthday. Love you so much. And I'm like, are you dumb? What did they say to that? Oh, I thought you forgot about me. So they didn't read it? No. And I'm like, so... One, you're being manipulative and you're gaslighting me. Right. And I don't fucking like, I don't fucking like that. And I'm like, there has to be something in me that allows for people to treat me like that. And I, I'm like, I get it. Cause I'm like, I'm somebody who texts back quickly. And so if I don't text back quickly, you know, to give me space. Cause I'm going through some shit mm-hmm. and I'm always going through some shit apparently. Cause that's just how my life unfolds. <laughs> so it's just like, give me space. But I was just, I I was so irate today when that happened because I was like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Like, this is strange. And kind of say that, um, this happened to me last year with one of my friends. And then another, my, my other friend, she was saying it happened to her. And I was trying to explain to someone else 
the manipulative nature of wording something like that and they didn't get it because they're probably they're probably also manipulative right Mm -hmm. but i was like people i'm i'm very big on the words i use because words matter right there are a lot of them you can choose from a plethora of them i say all the time words mean things yeah words are not random words are not arbitrary and if you and if they are to you stop Right. The words you use should be always deliberate and meant because you can't take words back. It's they're there for life, right? So I was telling this person, I was like, when when you say to someone, Are we good? Are you mad at me? You're it's so selfish, it's so manipulative. Because if you really cared, you would ask, How are you? Are you okay? Because that's a very different question than making this a us issue. Right. It's not an us issue. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm existing. I'm dealing with tragedy. I'm dealing with who knows what. Right. If you care about me, and this is not about you, ask me how I'm doing. Are you okay? Are you good? And I may respond, I'm actually doing terrible right now. Right? right? Or I may say, I'm doing great. What's up? Oh, I didn't see your birthday message. Oh, I sent it. But once you say to someone, are we good? Are you mad at me? Now I have to explain myself to you. But, and that's not fair, especially if you care. I feel like I have to be on the defense. Yeah, it makes because, it makes you yeah, the problem. Yeah, it makes you. And if you and I feel like, especially when you know you did nothing to this person. Yeah, it's like why am I defending myself against <laughs> something I have no fucking clue, and that makes you more defensive. And I think, and I know me and Ty are both anti passive aggressive people. Cause I'm, if you mad at me, just say you mad at me and either I'm going to address it or I will change the subject and I will probably acknowledge that I heard you and then I've hard changed the subject and I'm like, give me a minute to like, I'm never going to pretend as if I didn't hear you. Cause that's crazy. Right. But like, if you like, if you'd be like, Ty, I'm mad at you for X, Y, and Z, like say that. But also this particular friend, I'm like, before you left to go on your vacation, you knew that my grandmother was in a hospital. Like, you knew that I was going through a terrible time in my right. life. And for you to just, like, come back and be like, are you mad at me? Like, bro, to be honest, I haven't even thought about you. Right. I haven't even thought about you. Like, let's be for real. Like, my grandmother is... She got a tinfoil on her head. Like, maybe it's up to... Maybe it's out to lunch. Like, I'm sorry. I don't have the capacity for this, like, passive-aggressive bullshit. It pissed me off so much because I love this friend so dearly. But I have, like, I've seen patterns, which is why I need to go back to therapy. Shout out to Mental Health Awareness Month. Because I'm like, I see these patterns constantly coming up in relationships with, like, friendship, like, everything. Work relationships, friendships where, like, I it's, I don't even know if I people please, but I just like extend myself so much. Mm-hmm. So like when I need a moment to myself, it's not... Um, it's weird. It's offensive. It's not reciprocate. Like I don't have the space to have the moment to myself without some, a, think somebody thinking I'm upset, which really sends me off because then I'm like, then it's like this angry black woman trope. And then two is just like, I give you, and not that I give, like, I'm not the way that I am because I want to receive it in return, but then sometimes it's like, (laughs) 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 you want to throw, you want to throw him back? 
You don't want to throw one back home? Right, right. Like, no? That it okay. feel good to you? <laughs> Maybe I might want to feel good, too. <laughs> like, you don't think that I'm the way I am with you because I also want to feel that same thing. Right. Like, it's not a you thing. It's a, I think this is how all people, including myself, should also feel. Right. And it's just like, right. Right. But I do recognize that there's something in the pattern that I, the way that I'm hardwired that I have to change. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just going to put it on that person because this is not the first time it's happened. It's actually some something that's recurring that's motherfucking annoying. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I need to figure out what this shit is. Right. What is, what is the thing that makes them approach you like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or think that I don't. I don't want to say it's grace, but like that I don't deserve the same. I don't know. I, you know space what? to like break down or not be okay. When you find out, let me know because I also don't understand it. Like whenever someone asks me if I'm mad at them and I'm not, it throws me for a loop because I would never ask someone that question. But if- you get so angry when people. I just I'm baffled. You get mad. I do because you know what it is? Like I don't I don't understand it, right? Like I'm not I think I'm not someone that assumes blame to myself if I did nothing wrong. Mm, like you don't you don't say like what did I do to make this person never. You just like I know I didn't do it. Yeah. See, I'm like the what the Actually, I'm on the like why the fuck would you even do this to me? That that was my I was like, why the fuck would you even do this to me? And also I think I'm I don't know, neurotic, autistic, but I knew from the moment that this person sent the eyes, I was like, I already know the bullshit that's about to follow. Which is why I didn't respond because I'm like, I don't have the this is my reward. Right. Oh, this week, babe, I can't I can't figure I like I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. But I do have I know I have to figure it out because I'm like now, I know it's not just me that this happens to, but I'm like, let's stop this with each other. And let's, because I feel like, one, I'm a deep person. And two, like, you can come to me with complicated emotions. Yeah, I really, and, and maybe I'm just being too simple in this matter, but I think it's a, their, a them problem. It is a them problem. Because I don't, I literally, you know, I'm, I'm as I get older, I'm trying to not judge things I don't understand mm-hmm. and that I can't relate to. And that's something I literally cannot relate to. Oh, no, but I understand exactly the frame of this person because it's like, if you are the center of many people's world, you think Mm -hmm. so many things revolve around you. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying this person is selfish, but this person has a myopic view of a lot of things that, which you should, you should be the main character in your own life. Right. And everybody else is tertiary or just like supporting but this person doesn't realize that I am the main, the main character in yeah, my own life. Definitely. I think like that all the people I've had this conversation with, that is the problem. They don't realize that I am the star of my show. Right. And you are my support. Like, just yeah. like you're the main character and I'm the yeah. supporting. I'm the main character and you're supporting. And it's just like, there are so many moving parts. Yeah. That's why I don't do it. Because I'm very aware of the fact that like everyone has their own life to live. Mm-hmm. So if someone's not speaking to me... Unless, like, if, if I if I if I know I've wronged someone, that I will ask them, like, are you mad at me? Because I I upset one person almost every day. I ask them. <laughs> <all the time. laughs> I ask them all the time. Are you mad at me? 
all the time I act how you mad at me because I know I upset them all the time. I know exactly what you're talking about. Sometimes they're like, no, sometimes they're like, yeah. But I ask all the time because I know. But anyone else in my life that's an adult, right, who stops speaking to me or hasn't had time for me, I never assume it's me. I always assume it's life. And you know what it is? I know I deal with so many difficult, like, in my family, right? Mm -hmm. I deal with so many difficult people that, like, you know, I know I'm upsetting you. Now, it's not something that I'm doing to you. But it's the hard truth that I'm relaying to you that you find me to be difficult right. and you're upset at me. So I deal with that constantly, like within my family dynamics, that I'm just like, I cannot, I do not have space for that in my friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so sorry. And now I have like words to it. But it's because before I couldn't understand. It. I was just like, oh, this person is just being so fucking stupid. But I'm like, no, like that space is reserved for family you can't come here. And I think that's what it is. And I'm like, I don't have time for that, for the, I don't know what the lassoing of it. And then you being upset because of I'm, I'm telling the, like I'm saying the truth that's hard for you to hear. Like, I'm like, I don't have space. And then also in this friendship, I'm like, I mean, I see it, but I'm not going to say it. Cause Mm. I give a fuck. I give a fuck. Now, that may be wrong of me. Y'all let me know. But stop doing that. Like, if you are <laughs> if you are upset with a friend of yours, like, get to the, like, first ask yourself, what is upsetting me? And then bring the root cause to the friend so y'all can, if you value the friendship or whatever, and bring that to it. But, like, please do not, like, be tethered to reality because I am, so, like, I almost cursed that girl out. I'm literally on edge. I feel right. like my mother. I'm like, baby, I'm on edge. Like, life is lifing. Be and, fucking for real. And I think why it upsets me so much is because it's like, well, if you asked how I was doing, you would find out that my life is in shambles. <laughs> you might actually find out that I have not responded to you because my cat died and I'm losing my job and I gained 10 pounds overnight and I'm, and I'm, I'm suffering. Right. Right. You might, if you ask the question, are you okay? You might right. find out that indeed I am not okay. Right. And this is not about you at all. Right. This is, a, this, this is nothing to do with you. I'm struggling. But now I have to defend myself and be like, no, we're good. And now I'm trying to figure out, did I upset you? And and amongst the things I'm dealing with, like my dead cat, my job, and my weight gain, now I'm like, when did I upset this hoe? Right. What did I do to this hoe? What did I do? So I feel like that's why it's so annoying to me and it's so insensitive if you really care about this person. And you... Stop having a strong friend. If you think... if you. If you are listening, if you hear the sound of my voice through the waves under this, and if you think I'm the strong friend... Do you think I'm a strong friend? I think you try to be the strong friend. That's tricky. <laughs> but I just be texting Ty, like, are you okay? How's your day? She'll respond. Sometimes I'll ask Ty, how are you feeling? How's your day? And she'll be like, so today, she'll answer a different question. And I'll be like, cool, 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 And you think that's being a strong No, that's me not wanting to answer. I don't think it's being a strong friend, no. Oh, right. I don't think so. I think it's you avoiding my question. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. Because it's like, this has been, what, 15 years of my life falling apart. And I'm like, I can't be the friend that's constantly having shit going wrong. No, I just, when she's when she says she doesn't answer the question, I'd be like, okay, I'm acting accordingly. She'll respond when she can. 
Yeah. And I just don't like every day you can't just be like, yes. But I never, I never assume you're mad at me. If you don't respond to me, I never assume because I did nothing to you. I never right. assume. I never. I would never that. think that you would think that you were, like I would be mad at you because I will answer whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah. I would. I never assume but that. But sometimes I just don't like you. Be like, oh, how are you today? I'm like, I don't have an answer because also I haven't been in a space to like ask myself if I'm, if I'm mm-hmm. okay. You know what I mean? Like you have to. It's just like you get up, you do this, you do this, you do this. You worry about this, you worry about this. Like I never ask myself if I'm okay because if I ask myself, if, I know I'm not okay. So if I ask myself if I'm if I'm okay, I'm gonna like I don't have the space to break down. Yeah, actually, my mother sent me into a spiral. My mother is someone who notoriously does not have friends. She does not maintain friendships because she feels they're too much responsibility, which mm-hmm. they are. They are, and um. Uh, Ty was um, changing jobs and it was her last night at her former job and she invited my mom and I to go it was a very rainy day, it was very cold my mom and I decided we could not go because of all the reasons I mentioned and my mother, and I was like no, Ty doesn't care and then my mother was like she got me so riled up to, I think, know, I was to like- think that Ty does care she was like oh my gosh I'm gonna. It was like my mom, my mom lives in Jersey. I live in the Bronx, and Ty works in Manhattan at the time. And my mom was gonna leave Jersey. I'm like, dude, she doesn't care. Like she's and my mother had me so. She's that person. She was like, no, oh my gosh, uh, I'm taking her dinner. Uh, she doesn't send her money. I'm like, she doesn't care. And she got me so anxious to think that Ty was mad at me. And I, I, I texted you. I was like, my mother had because Ty was working and didn't reply for maybe an hour or two or several hours went by before she replied. And I was like, is she mad at me? Now, I would never think that naturally. But my mother was literally calling me every half hour. Like, did she reply yet? Did she reply yet? Did she reply yet? And I'm like, well, maybe she is mad at us. I don't fucking know. Like, I don't know. Literally never. She, and so she's that person. Oh. But, she's, but she's passive aggressive. And I was like, she put that in me. And I was like, well, damn, she hasn't replied. Ty is mad at me. And I was but I didn't feel it until she kept on pursuing pressing the issue right that you were mad and i was like I, I, i'm almost certain she's not but now you're planting this seed and you're watering it and you're growing it and you're, you're coming out to turn over the soil no, like if you've known me for a long time you know that in the past if i was angry i wouldn't say anything and i wouldn't say anything because i had to shut down check my emotions check my anger because i would think some really fucked up things and it's like I value these friendships too much for me to say the things that I'm thinking and I have to be responsible for it. But I also didn't have the um, emotional intelligence, right. To convey that. Cause I didn't have, I didn't have the language around mm-hmm. it. So I couldn't say like, okay, I don't hate you, but I'm mad at you and it's mm-hmm. not a big deal, but I'm mad at you because X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. or sometimes you're triggered because of something that probably happened, but has absolutely nothing to do with the person. And I found a lot of that shit happening. And it wasn't until I went to therapy and I was like, okay, the root cause of this, this thing happened. It's kind of like my, my old acting teacher used to say, it's like a game of whack-a-mole with mm. feelings. So it's like one thing will pop up and you'll pop it down, but then it'll pop up somewhere else. And it's like, okay, if this is some familiar trauma, I'm popping it down because I feel, um, like unheard and not respected and then this thing I, I I kind of feel like you didn't you disrespected me and then I'm just like now I, I kind of instead of me lashing out on you I'm like so insulated with anger mm-hmm. within myself and I'm like it's not it wasn't comfortable for other people to be around and I do understand that but I'm like now I feel like 
I'm free enough mm-hmm. and my emotions, I'm like, all right, give me a fucking second. Like, yes, you pissed me off, but like, let me figure it out. Right. And if I'm upset, like, I'll, I'll come back to it or not. There's like one kind of friendship where I, I, I don't feel free enough to say that. But I think it's because I don't care. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I don't care enough about investing in that friendship because I don't think that person has like the capacity to be the type of friend that I need them to be. Mm-hmm. And that's like, yeah. I'm like, and that's not a bad thing. It's just a real it thing. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up is wild. Yeah. And that's why I'm also very careful who I call a friend. Everyone is not my friend. Or because I hang out with you and talk to you and tell you, <laughs> and also tell you my business does not mean you're my friend. Oh, that's tricky. Sometimes you're just my work associate. Sometimes you're just my coworker who I'm comfortable saying shit that I don't care about. See, I think that's my rub with people because they see how I am with people that I'm open. Like, if you provide me a safe space, you know how, like, you see those movies with the ghetto girls and they're just, like, to themselves or whatever, but then they open up when they feel safe? That's me Mm -hmm. very much. So I feel like when people that don't know me see me with people that I feel safe with and I'm like open and I am a very much like bubbly personable person. But if I feel like I can't trust you or I don't know the angle that you're, you get very much stonewall with mm-hmm. me. And I, and I see that people have a problem because they're like, no, why can't you be that person with me? And it's like, cause I don't know you. Cause I don't know you. And are you, are you cool enough for me to like, as my, <laughs> As my old therapist would say, she was like, Ty, you have to let your mope down. And I'm like, do I? I mean, do you? Do I? I mean, there's people at my, I'll say my job, because that's really where it is a array of people I don't speak to and do speak to. There's people at my job that, like, first of all, I gotta say this. I'm nice. I'm not friendly. See, I'm friendly. I'm not what am I nice? I'm nice, but I'm not friendly. Yeah, yeah I think I'm, that's a New Yorker thing, though. I'm very, I'm very, un, I'm not friendly. I'm a very nice person. So if you speak to me, I'll always speak to you. I'm never going to slight you, but I'm not going to be trying to make any new friends. Also, because I, because I also hold the space that friendships hold in my life is like a commitment, and they're like relationships. Yo, you were so when Drake said no new friends. Yo, I'm very you took that shit to heart. because you know what is like I invest in my friends. Mm-hmm. I invest time no you really I invest do. I invest emotions I invest monetarily into my yeah, friends right so if you're not someone that I want to invest any of my things into I'm not you're not my friend yeah I'm gonna talk to you but I'm not gonna you're not in my inner circle and like even making new friends is like are you someone that is worth me investing time emotions monetary are you someone because if you're not I'm not gonna do that with you I don't think I don't I don't have a need mm. for lots of friends. I don't, you know, the people I have, I love dearly. And you have to be there for your friends. Emotion, even me giving them, it's, it, it goes both ways. Yeah. Do I have the time to deal with your emotions, to deal with your activities, to deal with the <laughs> your things that cost me money? Yeah. No, I don't. So I'm not going to invest in this friendship. Ooh. So people, I have people at my job who have said to me like, oh, same thing. Like, um, or they'll talk about me and say, oh yeah, I thought I, they called me at my, my, my last name. I'll not answer my last name here. Anyway, they'll right. say, they'll say, I thought Miss so-and-so was, you know, was stuck up or was so quiet. And then people who know me are like, not at all. Like if you, if you hear the things that she says to us, like yeah. she's very down to earth. But it's because I don't know you. And I'm not investing yeah. my time into you. So you'll never know this about yeah. me. 
and I and I that's just for my protection. Also for your protection. It's just like we don't need to do this. We're not we're yeah. not friends. We can work together. We can be cool. But everyone is not to be my friend or in my business. But if I'm cool with you, I don't care. But also, kind of like not to say you guys aren't not to say you guys aren't my friends. <laughs> you are play cousins, right? But again, like I've said many times, you know what I want to tell you, right? And sometimes it feels like I'll tell you anything, but there are things you'll never know about right me. and there's people at my job who i'll tell them what i did all day sunday <laughs> and they'll feel like they know everything about me and they don't even know a a, a portion of me yeah. a fraction of who i actually am yeah no i was just thinking i was like i once told this manager who i hate that like my manager so desperately want to be friends with me i fucking hate it i'm like grow some balls <laughs> or grow some ovaries or something right. and I said to him one time I said he said something about like I was like babe I'm I was like I'm boring and I'm also the coolest person you'll ever you'll never know like you'll never know me that's a word like right you will I will never let you know me one because I don't think you're interesting but also like to be friends with me it has like as you said it has to be a reciprocal now I will say as you were saying that I was like I see where my missteps with certain people were because I'm like, I am an Aries. And I know that's not a personality trait, <laughs> but I love to start things. So I'm like, I will meet somebody. I'm like, oh my God, you're so great. You're so like, there's a friendship that I made because this person looked like somebody that was like my best friend. And I was like, oh my God, you look like this person so much. So I just kind of like, um, not implanted. It's not me using Twilight terms. <laughs> <laughs> not motherfucking Twilight. Not me using Twilight terms, but I um superimpose all of these things that my friend, um, the attributes of my friend onto this other person because you look so much like this person that I know. But then I was like, oh, you're not this person because you're fucking annoying. Mm. You're not this person. You're not this person, one, because you are your own person. Right. And it wasn't fair of me to do that. And I was like, okay. And that aspect, I am wrong. Because also, I should have taken this person at face value. And not because this person looks so much like this person that I like love and adore so much as a friend. And I was like, okay, I see how. I see where we missed up there. <laughs> but I said I see how I missed that. I see I see how that's my fault. But also we can't be friends because you fucking annoy me. Mm. And I love like as an air, I love to like start relationships, but I'm not the best person to follow through. There are certain friendships that I like meet people and I'm like, oh, okay. I've made a commitment. We're gonna be friends. Mm. But then <laughs> there are other people I would just be lying. I be lying. Um. Anyway, it has been forty minutes of us just chit 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 chat. We've been drinking wine, yo. We've been drinking so much wine. We had red wine, a whole bottle, right? And now we're you having. You didn't have to tell the people <laughs> all our business, but we did have. And a... now we're having white wine. And now we're having white wine. A lovely muscadet. It's, it's delicious. Really delicious. It is really yeah, good. It's, it's like refreshing. It's really it's good. Cold. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very surprised at that. Very Hasidic Jewish wine shop. Okay, guys. So, you know, it's on to my what? Everybody hates. Eric. We have mentioned that we... <laughs> we want this man out. I Every didn't day. even realize this. Do you know his... Mr. Adams, his term ends in January 2026? 
What year is it? It's 2023, girl. No. It's a four-year term. And it's because Bloomberg, he got the term extended from three years to four years. Wait, no, it was four. No, to six years. It has to be six years. No, he got elected in 2022. I thought he got elected in 2020. No, 2022. It used to be a three-year term, and then Bloomberg got it to four years. Right, because Marty Markowitz got it. Yeah, so we have until January 2026 to have Eric Adams as our mayor. My brother won't be out of Let me show you. (laughs) Also, they took a poll, and he just got a 49% approval rate. And I'm like, who? I I literally saw that earlier today. who the fuck are these people? Huh? I don't... Who are... Who? It gotta be the people upstate New York. Why would they ask them? They're not his... He's not their mayor. It has to be the people. It has to be the business owners. It has to be the people. Oh, it has to be. The, yeah. The business owners, the rent bureau guide board. Oh, it has, it has to be the, the people, landlords. The landlords. The landlords. Yeah. Landlords. They ask people like the people with money who are not suffering. Yeah. Because what New Yorker is, is 49%? Because, yo, shout out to, she did it after us, but shout out to Shorty that do Hey Eric on TikTok, the girl from Brooklyn. Yeah. Shout out to her because she hates him. There's another girl. Fuck, she literally hates Eric Adams so much. She does a like a daily or weekly. Um, I hate Eric. Does it do like? There's so many people. If I log on to the Pontificating Podcast TikTok, all of it is just like I hate Eric Adams. So I don't know who's loving him. It has to be the people who are benefiting financially in Caribbeans. <laughs> I don't even know because they they struggle with too. I don't know, but maybe with solidarity. Yeah, right. Because they think he black. But I'm like, listen, guys, he's the worst. If your job be like, oh, we hired another black person, ask them every time what kind of black. Yeah, because he's the kind of black we don't fuck with. We even if he's from Brooklyn, we don't fuck. I don't fuck with him. And so, okay, so the Democrats are mad at um, Eric Adams because he is talking bad about Biden, and they're trying to have a united <laughs> Not front. Robinette. Right, they're trying to have a united front to beat Trump in the next election because Trump is <sighs> Satan, right? And so um, Eric Adams is blam- blaming Biden for the influx of immigrants to New York, which that may be true, I don't fucking know. But it's just like, united front is key. Wait, Biden is blaming... Adams? No, Eric Adams is blaming Biden oh, for the God. influx of immigrants to because he's to, probably trying to help the Republicans to New York, right? Yeah. And then the, the Democrats are like, "Motherfucker, shut the fuck up! Shit is rough right now." But Trump, Trump, and DeSantis is running for president. We do not need either one of not them. Not the Satan, right? So they're like, "Why are you being the one that's like, like what's the word? A usurper?" <laughs> <laughs> You used that right. You thank you, right. thank you. And I, and I pronounced it right. Yeah, yeah. you, you said it yeah. right. Yeah, he really is that motherfucker. And it's like, Eric, shut the fuck up. We cannot have Trump back in office. We cannot no. have Trump back in office. And we definitely don't need DeSantis in office. And then it's like, we don't need you swaying New Yorkers for, I mean, we're, New York is blue. But it gets tricky. Barely. It gets tricky upstate. Right. Yeah. So we don't need a black New Yorker. Um, talking bad about the sitting Democratic of, yeah. um, um, president because we don't need we we can't lose not one single motherfucking vote right in this next elections because we cannot have Trump in office we cannot have DeSantis in office or any other person who is from the Republican Party right now because they they over there tripping 
They are taking. DeSantis has Florida bare bones. Bare bones. First of all, you're. There's no fucking groceries. He's fighting with Disney, the most magical place on earth. Not the most magical. Disney is literally the most toxic place on earth because that is a fucking treacherous family. Talk about slave money. Oh, it's it's, it's terrible. But and this because ever since his fight with Disney, Florida has been suffering, suffering, suffering. Like between the Disney fight and the economic blowback from that, the the immigrant bill that was passed, and there's literally no truckers sending any type of cargo, food, nothing into Florida. The fucking shelves are bare, like. I was shocked. The don't say gay bill. Oh, the don't say gay. Yes. The trans bill of like. You can't make white folks feel bad about slavery or racism. They're taking out a, all. They're taking out all of the uh, black uh, African-American hi- black history. They're taking out all black history, all Greek lettering. They're taking out um, not only black history, but I think some like Latin history. The only history that he's implementing is AAPI, which right. I find to be very, like, also Asians find that to be very fucked up because then they're like, he is trying to uphold the, the, um, the model minority. The, yeah, the model minority. And it's just like, what a sinister man. Yeah. Um, no school is now allowed to use any of their money towards like diversity or inclusivity. Oh, yeah. No yeah, DEI that's, that's, the, that's the new stuff. Like, he's making Florida into, they need to just annex the whole damn state. Just, and all the immigrants, they said, we're going to go, and they left. I yeah. don't know where they went. Hopefully, they went to New Orleans. I don't know. They need to finish building that place up. What's about Florida? Atlanta? Tennessee? Atlanta. Yeah. It's Florida, Atlanta. Is it Atlanta? Well, Georgia. Yeah, it's Georgia, but not Atlanta. But, you know, I think it's Atlanta. Atlanta. But, no, it's Georgia, and then what's the state right next to Georgia? Is that not Louisiana? No, Louisiana is to the west. Because I know it's Georgia, then it's South Carolina. But I don't know what's west of Georgia. Because I know it's like cut in half. Let me tell you guys, we really have no idea what the map Listen, what geography, like. geography was my least favorite subject, okay? Because I said, who gives a fuck? When I was working with the kids in Harlem, I had to make a map of the United States. And when I say that was a learning experience... <laughs> But you I know, was what? like, is that where that state is located? The only thing I know is like all the seas because I, I was like, I want to swim in all the seas of the world. And all right, I'm so above sea. Florida is Georgia. To the west is Alabama. Alabama. And to the east is South Carolina. Okay, no, not to the east because isn't South Carolina right on top of Georgia? It's to the east though. So it's oh yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. like going because you know yeah. Florida's the yeah boat. yeah yeah right above is Georgia, Alabama, and South Carolina. Oh, second, really? Mm-hmm. On, the, on the East Coast. This is East, though. Yeah. No, this is West. This is East. Yeah, West is Alabama. Okay. Oh, West is Alabama. And then, okay, yeah, yeah. And right yeah. above is Georgia. I only know that because we went to go stay with my cousin in South Carolina. And then he, I was like, Johnny did. I was like, I want to go see Atlanta. I want to go to the hood of Atlanta. And then he drove us through the hoods of Atlanta. Okay. I'm fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. My entire family Gold. went. <laughs> Me, my mom, my stepmom, my aunt, the babies. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't know why. You know what it was? I was in love with this nigga from the South, from the hood. And I said, I want to go to the hood mm. in the South. 
dumb shit. Mm. Dumb shit. That nigga lived in North Carolina. I could have just went up to up top. Yeah. No, but I wanted to see the, the hood of Atlanta. The hood of Atlanta. And we drove through that and I said, no, never thank again. You. <laughs> no, thank you. Right. I was like, I don't want he was like, You want to get out? I said, I don't. I'm, I've seen enough. Yeah. I think <laughs> let's turn this car around. We stopped at the Waffle House. And Waffle I don't House is so good yet nasty. Every racist establishment, okay, in the South, Waffle House, Chick fil A, Cracker Barrel. No, Cracker Barrel ain't good. That should be sitting in my stomach like a brick. Cracker Barrel ain't good. It's not good. I only had it once. Really? You know what it is? It's like. The Chipotle steaks and gravy. Mm. It ain't good. Mm. But Chipotle is good, though. So it's like the KFC of steaks and oh. gravy. Yeah. yeah. Just like heavy, yeah. sitting, greasy, yeah. unclean just, meat. Yeah. 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 And I was just like, no, thank you. And then the side of racism that you get, especially as a black person walking into Cracker Barrel having to go through that store, it's just giving. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. guns are blazing. Yeah. I'm okay. Okay. Um, okay. So Eric, we still on that ass. I know we went through a a thing. Eric, I need you to clock the fuck in. Baby, New York is sinking. Literally. New York is sinking at the same rate that Venice is sinking. And that's like one to two milliliters per year. No, per day. That's crazy. It is, oh no, it's one to two milliliters per year. So this is the same rate that Venice is sinking. And you've seen Venice literally almost underwater. So what they've done in Venice is they've tried to like build these, um, I don't know, kind of contraptions to hold. Because not only is it sinking in Venice, but also the coastal flood lines are rising. Because of the glaciers melting? Yeah, so I don't know if it's because of the glaciers or because of just life. Okay. So they built these contraptions, but the contraptions are to hold the water off, but they're crumbling under the sea salt that the water is eroding, so it's not helping, but New York... It's fucking sinking because of the skyscrapers that yeah. they are building. And I think that is wild. Sir, while you are literally in bed with these motherfucking developers and these real estate people, we don't need constantly two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, twenty-five tons of fucking building that we don't need. That is literally some of these buildings are like twenty-five percent vacant. No, I mean, 25% filled and 75% vacant. Sir, they can't put their buildings there. Like, no one is moving. And they're like, oh, it's because of the influx of um, transplants. And it's like, no, that's not true because we have all of these buildings because these landlords are so greedy. You're raising rent so much. People cannot afford their rent. Even businesses can't afford their rent. So it's just like... There is so much open space. Who the fuck do you think is going to fill it? And they have so many rent-stabilized apartments that are not being utilized. Yeah. Because they're hoping to get past the bill, which allows them to raise or... To destabilize Or the, to destabilize yeah. the apartments if they're, not, if they're not filled for a certain amount of time. And that's also why um, 
I live in the Bronx. If anyone's familiar with the Mon Haven area of the Bronx, okay. like born and raised here, there's always been a skyline. It's completely gone. There, the buildings have there's like three or four new buildings there because we're on the mainland of New York. The Bronx is the mainland of New York. Um, rain sinking, and now you're just going to start building these these skyscrapers in the Bronx instead, and other boroughs that are not going to sink because New York is a sinking, literally a sink a sinking island. And it's just like, please stop. Yeah, and I don't even like, and it's not specific enough if it's just Manhattan, because I'm like, I too, metaphorically, and probably for really, I think that like New York is sink, like Brooklyn is also sinking. Like, not only does it not look like Brooklyn, but the amount of like apartment buildings, houses, like yes, we have a lot of like vacant lots and abandoned buildings that like yes, we should have built up, but like. Do we need a eight floor small box, um, like quote unquote new building? No, no, we don't need that. But we I guess Brooklyn it. is attached to like Queens and Long Island, so that's a, a bigger mass. Oh, okay, I can totally see that. Yeah, it's attached. Um, the city is attached to just this, just itself. But I've always known. I've known like since we were in school, they said like, and I mean when I say in school, I mean like middle school they were saying that um manhattan is detaching and it will float away but the fact like even if it's just manhattan the fact that it is sinking at the rapid rate that it is sinking the same rate that venice <laughs> is underwater yeah and then i thought about it and i was like i don't know if you saw like maybe like a month ago excuse me guys a month ago um the pier by like Hudson Square, like where mm-hmm. I used to work, it was like flooding. It was flooded, <laughs> like flooded, and I was, and they were like, "Oh, it's because of the rains." So like between the tornadoes, the hurricanes that's going to rapidly come, it may like that one to two milliliters per year will increase. You know what? So, Eric, I, what the fuck are you doing? And please don't tell me the amount of immigrants that are coming in. Right. It's sinking it. Because, like, no, it's the amount of transplants and buildings that you are allowing to be built, baby. Because how many buildings do we need that obstruct the fucking view? Like, one building is, like, built and it's like, oh, it's an amazing view. There's another building being built in front of it. Yeah. And it's not even filled to capacity. Yeah, there needs to be some kind of legislation where you have to fill the apartments currently vacant before you can build a new Yes. One. At least at 80, 90%, these buildings have to it be It should filled. be at 95%. Yeah, there's so many vacant apartments that are rent-stabilized, that are not being sold, are not being rented out. It's it's actually ridiculous. And it's like, what is... We discussed this in our last episode, but like, what is the state of New York? What is going to become of a place where no one can afford to live here? Yeah, where you even have transplants. Like, well, I can't afford to live here. <laughs> like, you're you're building you're building the apartments for them, and they can't afford to live here. What is happening? Who are these for? And people who you building for can't afford it. Right, right. What's the plan? What is the plan? What's the plan, sir? You don't L- know. Let me know. You don't know. He's going to be in the streets. We're going to catch him at um freaking Juneteenth. I know. That motherfucker going to be the everyday people at Hotel Chantel. Ah, ah. That motherfucker going to be at the down low. He's going to be at motherfucking, what's that? Uh, the knock the knockdown center. He is. He will definitely be he there. going to be outside with us. In VIP. In VIP. Popping bottles. Poppin what the fuck? 
he should have been the ambassador of fun, the ambassador of partying, because the mayor of New York. Now, I, I was a baby when Dinkins was in office, but I don't think Mayor Dinkins whatever. That man was old. Yeah, he was old. He looked like he should have been the basket and robber man. He did. Yeah, he has a very like nice, like like nice old black man face. Right, it's even um, what's that thing called? Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> but yeah, Eric, get it together. Like the shit is looking real bad. Also, um, I'm New Yorkers listening. We need to in um elect what a nice old man. Very is he alive still? He died. No, nah, that motherfucker died oh. in 2020. Um, oh, in 20, damn. Ugh. New Yorkers, we need to elect a woman president. I'm sorry. Well, yes. But yes. also a woman mayor. I don't think New York has ever had a woman really? mayor before. No. Yo, Letitia. The patriarchy is looking real stupid right Letitia now. Letitia James, come to the front of the class. Well, she don't want to until she takes Trump down, so. Just a black woman. Just, I was just thinking, yeah. ain't that some black woman we shit? We just be on task. Yeah, she wants to take Trump down before she um <sighs> runs for any other office. But we need her. And that man went on a national publication and said, celebrities get to do it. What? I've been thinking about, actually, this is, I've been thinking about running for mayor. Yo, you should. I've been thinking about it. I, I would vote for you. I've really been thinking about it. I would vote for you. And, cause, and actually, Eric, you know what? You inspired me. Because I said, oh, they vote for anybody. <laughs> I said, you don't got to have no politics. You, you no. just be a random Joe Schmo. I've been thinking about it. Listen, yeah. uh, it won't, it'll be a different name. It won't be Asia Thomas. But, but it'll be, be for, for... I thought you was going to give them your last name. They can. They know your last name. They know. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a secret. Yeah. Anyway, Sonia Thomas for mayor of of New York, 2024. Okay. We are. Yes. Okay. Yes. We are an hour in, and we are just chit chatting. We said shit. Listen. Okay, guys. If you're still here, love you. Yeah. Love you. Okay, but we will get into that real hot shit because you know what it is. But you know what time it is, guys. Please. Um. We need your likes. We need your follows. We need your subscriptions. We need your shares. Um, please like us on Spotify. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so we can get on, you know, the top podcast um, sites. Uh, because y'all love us and you believe in us. Also, uh, repost us on Instagram. Repost us on Instagram. Interact with us on Instagram. I love the people that interact with us. I know we have been slacking and lacking on our IG, but we will be back this week. I'll I'll be back this week. Um, you know, beat me now. I wanna call me on your telephone. I'll call you back to see what you gonna tell me. Cause my phone is a <laughs> iPhone AS. Um, but now we're gonna get into our so boom. All right, so this week, we're talking about the responsibility of a platform. And I feel like a lot of our um, topics thus far have been, like, not hitting on this, but centered on this in a way that's, like, if you have a voice and if the masses are listening to you, be responsible about what you, well, about what you say. Because people are listening and you're influencing people. And maybe it's not important to you, but you have to realize that 
your voice is carrying, your voice is influencing others. And though it may not seem like a direct correlation between you and the things you say, people are being strongly influenced by your words and your actions. And they're now living their lives according to things you've said and things you've done. And sometimes Mm -hmm. things you say and done, you don't even mean them. You're saying it for clout. You're saying it for clickbait. You're saying Mm -hmm. it for what? I was missing my hand, but like the things that you realize that you say. Yeah. (laughs) You're saying it just for views and you don't mean some of these things either. That's crazy. And now people are like, quoting you and living the life according to things that you said in your in your home as a person with a large platform like I didn't mean that shit or <laughs> completely disowning responsibility for the things that you have said. And I feel like it's and and in this age of social media where social media is key. Social media is getting people jobs, brand deals. It's taking down people. It's people are are becoming famous, becoming important. It's more important than ever to be responsible with the things you say and the things you put out for the masses. Mm. I mean, I do agree with you, but then I also feel like as consumers, there's a responsibility that also needs to be had. Definitely. With, yeah. With who you, with who you like quote unquote platform or who you stand behind. Um, I feel like so often people jump behind uh, and I'm going to say quote unquote clickbait or just like the the clips of what you hear. Like we've spoken so much this month alone about like you need to hear the full story. You need mm-hmm. to investigate. You need to do your due diligence. And like so many people don't do it and they just like hop on so many bandwagons and they're like and then they find out like what that person's about and they're like oh no that's not what I meant. And it's like well, that's what this person has been platformed for for so long right. with this like hate speech or, or whatever it is. And it's like, but you didn't do your due diligence to see whether or not this is something that you can stand behind. Yeah. Um, because I feel like because of like social media and like just like the liking or in the double tapping, you don't really have to like investigate. Mm hmm. And it's just irresponsible of us. And I, like, I have fallen prey to that shit too, right? Because I've said that I've seen, like, the specs and blazes of it all. Like, we spoke about a couple of weeks ago. But I'm like, oh, yeah, like, she's championing behind black women and, you know, whatever. But then it's like, if you dig a little deeper, she hate black women. Right. She hate us. There's a um, a content creator by the name of Consciously. And he oh. always says, research over me search. And it basically means like, do your research. Don't just feel like, oh, this makes sense and go with it. Um, Like do the research behind the people you're, you're retweeting, you're reposting because you might be caught up in some shit. You don't be caught up in because you're just like taking this person at face value. Right. And maybe, maybe this person does have good intentions. They're just ill-informed, but they're not doing the research either. And it's like, if you're going to be, um, spreading this this news make sure it's news that you're going to be able to stand by when she hits the fan yeah yeah and i think a good example for us is just like jump right into you know of course it's racial but also we're here about decolonizing our minds and like 
speaking about the responsibility of um, who we are as people, right? Whatever you identify as white, black, whatever. But if you are for the truly like decolonization of white patriarchal society and racism, like if you repost Sean King, I can't take you seriously. And I get it's a double-edged sword, right? Because, like, he is a person that highlights the issues within the Black community. And if you don't do your research enough, you would think that this man is a Black man. However, he ain't Black. This Allegedly, man ain't Black. <laughs> this this man ain't black. Listen, we can't get sued, allegedly. I'm sorry, because he loves to come after black women. Allegedly, this man is not black. Allegedly, he does not know who his father is. Allegedly, he's saying it's a black man that he's never met. Allegedly, his mom told him it was a white man. Like, I'm sorry, but like, you, I can't take you seriously if you are championing a black Rachel Dolezal. I'm sorry, or Inkeche or whatever the fuck her name is this week. Like, I can't take you seriously because you have to do your due diligence. Yeah. And check out I'm and shout out to Scam Goddess. Yo. Who had an episode about Sean King. Yo. And what a good episode. That was a good episode. I think it's behind a paywall now. Oh, is it? Well, if you could if you can check out her stuff, it is enlightening about this man. And I think what especially with Sean King is he's oh. like He's like radical light. Like you don't have. He's he's gonna he's gonna post all the current things that are happening in racial injustices. And so it's like, okay, thank you, but you have to also know who you're following because Sean King is highly problem- problematic, allegedly, yeah. and highly a scammer, allegedly. And <laughs> he has done some really fucked up shit to black people, which he is supposed to be triumphing from. From so, you she know, calls him Scamuel. Jackson. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. She calls him Skimmy Well Jackson. Um, but yes, I I I 100 percent agree with it. And just because like celebrities are posting him, they don't know that man. They don't know either. They don't know that man. And I feel like he keep his hair cut so low because we'll know. Yeah. And I want to talk about like so Kyrie Irving, if you guys remember that whole debacle, uh was that last year or Earlier this year, it was last year. We no, it was last year because we spoke about it on the podcast. Yeah, so Kyrie Irving, he got. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I be, if I agree with the punishment or the the oh, absolutely. the repercussions he received. I don't know if I agree with that per se, but I will say, as a person who is assigned to a company who is a product, right? You have to do your research. So he posted like a few clips of a video that was apparently highly problematic and anti-Semitic and really anti-Black as well. And it's like, oh, what What do you mean? What do you mean? And it's like, listen, sir, you are, you are a brand. Protect your brand. Do your research, right? And he did not. And he got the repercussions of that. And it's just like, if he, here's the thing, if he agrees with the video, right? If he mm-hmm. agrees with the video, Stand in your truth, my black king. <laughs> Stand in your truth, but don't come back and say, oh, I didn't watch the whole thing. Right. Because that's ignorant, to be honest. That's tricky. Right. Spot. And now it's like you're now propagating things that you don't even know if you believe in. Pro- propagating. propagating. Thank you. See, guys, mean words. 
Uh, first of all, words are, ma- words are all made up. It's all make-believe. Say what you want. Um, but now you're propagating things, and now you're on the hook for things that you may not even believe in. And yeah. now it's affecting your money. It's affecting your contract. So it, just as it, so again, it goes back to responsibility. Like if you're going to post something and you stand, you stand ten toes down in, I have no issue with that. Whether I agree or not is not the issue. But at least know what you're standing ten toes down in. Yeah. Don't find out on the back end that you don't agree with this shit either. Because now you look crazy. But I think that's a tricky situation because it's never easy for black people to hold Jewish people to task. Correct. For the um, racist, white, patriarchal, systemic racism shit that they they adhere to. Because it's like, I also, not that I agree with it at all, at all, I do not agree with it. But if you listen to the whole Kanye thing, now, how he got there, fucked up. Right. If you deduce enough from it, like where he was going, there is something, there's something to be said about, Mm -hmm. said about the power dynamics within the Jewish community and how they uphold so much power over the black community. Mm -hmm. Yes. But you don't have to like, no one has to have so much like hatred towards the way that they bring Mm -hmm. it about, which I don't agree with. And the whole thing with the Kyrie, because I tried to watch the doc because it's free. If you have Amazon, I tried to watch it because like, um, somebody brought it up on the podcast and I said, let me watch it because it's free. But I could, I said, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Not. I said, what the fuck is this man talking about? And it's very much in like, I always joke about like bringing back the black Israelites to downtown Brooklyn, drive down the price of like real estate and rent. But I don't want them back because that was a scary time in my life. But mm-hmm. that documentary was very much like black Israelite. Like, my sister, you with the perm, you are. Uh, like it, it was giving being called out in the middle of the street, being called like basically as uh, what's her name, Tamara Housley, mm. what Tamara Mari Housley says, like uh, the, the 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 black bed winch, you know. Black Israelites are so crazy, and it was intense. I don't know if I told this story before on the podcast. If I did, here you go again. So this is on Fourteenth Street, um, Fourteenth Street and university so where the old where used to be used to be a strawberries upstairs yes yes upstairs downstairs right now it's a dsw whatever it is mm-hmm. whatever so there was some black israel this is like this is like this is I'm, I'm aging myself this is back in the day so there was a picture the black israelites were standing up in front of strawberries and they had a picture of a white jesus always, on the floor always right and so people it's 14th street people are it's 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 given city you know bustling moving gotta get excuse me coming through and everyone is walking around the picture because it's someone's property and the white and the israelites <laughs> they're like if that was a black jesus you would step on it and people were like no 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 no. it's because it's your picture that's <laughs> because you have to show the podium it's because this is your this is your property sir no if that was a black jesus you would step on it and i was like that's so insane I'm almost certain it's because it's your stuff. I don't think it's because it's a black, it's a white Jesus who are not stepping on it. And then like somebody walked by and they were like, sell out. And then, you know, don't please don't have straight hair because you're definitely please a sellout. And do not have straight hair. Yeah, the black Israelites. They used to go in on my mother and she was like, 
she got darker now through her years, but she was way lighter skin. And they were like, look at that white skin, that devil skin within you. You are not a pure blood. Like, they would scare the fuck out of me. Yeah. The fuck out of me. Yo, but bring them back a little bit. <laughs> I think they're still on Fordham Road in the Bronx. I think they're still right. They're still wreaking havoc there. They're all of well, one no, to Well, no, now they're like doing. Did you see on like this is a tangent, guys? So sorry, but did you see the? I think we spoke about it on this podcast. The TikTok of the the black woman who bought the home in oh, Jersey, yes. and they tried yes. they usurped her home. Yes, and she had to get the SWAT. Yes, yes. Um, not amazing, but amazing and wild as fuck. And what a week, um, I will say this on wax, what a week, quote unquote, religion or spirituality or whatever the fuck it is that you will listen, that you, um, devote your life to, that you prey on black women that's trying to better themselves. Like what you fucking rock, you raggedy bitch, you raggedy bitch. And I say that. Like that man said it in uh, "Waiting to Exhale." Yeah, because um, black Israelites they they're hoteps first of all, and they also the biggest tets yeah. of hoes, <laughs> and they also just want to assert patriarchy again. They, they want to what? Assert patriarchy. Oh, assert. Okay. <laughs> they want they, they want to do it under the guise of this is the way it should mm-hmm. because we're black Israelites and we we're kings and queens, but they're also very big hold, up, upholders of patriarchy. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, and we know patriarchy and white supremacy are go hand in hand. So you can't tell me that you're you want to take me back to the motherland and you want to give me all this power, but you also want me want me to have no say, want me to have no no power as well as a black as a right. black woman. First of all, and that's motherfucking something they gonna try to take us back to the motherland. Like you just got out of jail, like you got out of Rikers Island, out of Sing Sing. Yeah. Be and, fucking for real. So speaking of like the black Israelites and how they say that, um, here's the thing. I do not know history. I mean, I do know, I know history I've been taught. I know history I've researched. Apparently it's a third history. <laughs> not your truth, my truth, and the truth. Yeah, yeah. Every, every, every story has three sides. There's a history that I don't know if it's true or not. I don't. Be- I personally don't believe it, but you know, whatever some do. But a lot of the Israelites believe that um, black people were here before slavery. And with the natives? No, not the natives. Black people. Now, here's the thing. Damn it, Ty. Can you pull up the um, the, the black African king? Who oh, the richest man Mas- in the world? Mansa Musa. Yeah, so Mansa Musa. Oh, yeah, he was selling black people. Yes, yeah, so, but apparently you're, you're king, your idol. But apparently he set sail okay, for Jesse. for the for the west long before any of the colonizers did. He never came back. So is there potential? Is there potential that he did reach the Americas and some black people did stay? Yes, I'm not saying that's not true. I have no way of proving it. I don't think anyone has said it's it's still up in the air, up in the fucking air, right? But black Israelites and the people like them believe that we were just black people were here, and that um, people who are native are black people instead of native people. That's where it gets real fucking tricky. And so, speaking of a, your response, your your pod, your 
your platform responsibility. There's a podcast I follow. I'm not going to mention. I've told Ty many times how I actually I hate listening to this podcast. Oh, it's a murder podcast, so I do enjoy the stories. But the 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 take of these two women is extremely ignorant, in my opinion. And today they were talking about. No. Oh, and today they were talking about um, this woman who was the first like black millionaire in America and she comes from native descent and they were like, and what they said was, yeah, because, you know, black people were here before slavery. Eh, I don't know. However, it took a quick wiki search to find out that her father and her descendants were owned by Native Americans as slaves because Native Americans did indeed own slaves. And that is a lot of the ways why you have black natives from the ownership of slavery and how we were also raped and married and all all the shit that white folks were doing to black people as slaves was done by Native Americans as slaves, Native Americans to their slaves as well. And I'm just like, these, these two women, they're just always saying really ignorant things. And it's just like, they have, they have a huge platform. She's on before Madam CJ Walker. Yeah. True. Tricky. Um, I'm going to tell you the, the name one Sarah second. Rector? Yes, Sarah Rector. She inherited land from um, her parents, her father. Um, she inherited native land because she was descendant of natives, but the descendancy came from slavery. It was, she was, mm. her family was owned by Native Americans and that's how she became a black native and there was oil on her land. She became the youngest millionaire um, at like 12 years old. Um, and uh they so they just they just say things all the time and they're they're a big platform and this is not me being a hater but they are a big platform they have big they have ads with walmart carvana and yeah and it's just like they say such ignorant things all the time and i want to stop listening i do but i do enjoy the stories but it's like their commentary it just grinds my gears because it's like they're like she's cute to me, they're like uh, coon adjacent. They're black? Yeah. But I think they're just ignorant, which sometimes is coon adjacent. Mm-hmm. Because the things they say, the black commentary, the, the, thing, the comments on black people and on underserved groups like sex workers and people who have mental illness or who have like low IQs is so ignorant and it's so unresearched. And I'm like, you have this huge platform as two black women and you're saying all this fucking stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you're, uh, I, 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 and I know they think they're doing good because they, they cover black crime, but they're doing so much harm by the things that they're saying constantly, weekly, weekly, weekly. I'm sorry. I, you, you brought this woman up and of course I looked up. It's, it's so sad. <laughs> Sarah Rector's story is so sad. But I do... Here's the thing. It's it's so tricky, right? Because we are in... We are in a an era where we have the accidental influencer. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel like... That's why I'm like the responsibility of the consumer on who to platform and mm-hmm. who not to platform... Because it's like, if somebody just happens to become viral because of a story that they tell and you, I don't know, like you feel some kind of like, quote unquote, connection to them that then then you want to follow them and then they have like hundreds of thousands of followers and then they get the ad deals, but then they have like 
nothing in their brains. Right. It's our fault. Right. For platforming this person. Yeah. Because they're stupid. Not that it's stupid, but it's just like, is that something that you truly believe in? Right? Yeah. Because it's like, how many people have we platformed that we've just... There's so many people that... And also, I think America has this, like, love of, like, quote-unquote, deplatforming people. They love to put people on a pedestal and tear them down, which is, like, the whole, like, the Britney Spears of it all. Right. Right. And I think, actually, like, even though this is a very black podcast, but I think Britney Spears, because I think she's universal enough and she's, like, well known enough that people have seen the rise of her to also see the fall of her right because they like they made her into like a white first I'm gonna say white America sweetheart because she was never my sweetheart I think at the time that Britney Spears was rising I probably was like I was listening to Erica Badu and Lauren Hill Mm -hmm. you know and I was deep into Erica Badu and Lauren Hill right but as they were rising, so was the 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 American darling of Britney Spears, right? Yeah. And we've seen that oppressive, the oppressive spotlight that she's had in the way that people bring her up to tear her down, and then now we also see the repercussions of yeah. her mental illness, of her illness, yeah. Of the mind or spirit, you know, who who the fuck knows what it is. But I think we need to, we just need to do our due diligence, especially now when anybody can go viral for any single, any singular thing. And I know like people on, on like Instagram, like on social, they hate when people were like, I didn't think this would blow up. And I think that genuinely a lot of people didn't think it would blow up because it's like. I have been operating under speaking to like a hundred people or 200 or 500 or a thousand people per day. And all of a sudden I have, I don't know, like 15.6 K people listening to me. That's weird. It is. It's a weird phenomenon that we're living in. And it's like, I don't know if we need to, if people need to, I feel like people do need to have a responsibility to not clout chase because that's fucking weird to me. That is so weird. Clout chasing is so weird. And I get it because, like, you want to continue to be the popular person. Wild to me. That's wild. Like, want to do something else with yourself. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Pontificating Podcast with your girls. Uh, I am the Asia Thomas, uh, Seiki, and Sally, and your girl, I am Queen Ty. Please don't forget to follow us on Pontificating Pod. You can follow us, engage, 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 and like us on YouTube. We are at From the Burrows Podcast. Like, subscribe, follow, engage, and... Don't forget, we love y'all play cousins. Bye.